Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to our weekly podcast. I'm your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and you're listening to Free on the Inside Ministry Podcast. Thank you for joining us once again with another great topic. We love to do these type of settings here because we love to hear what God is doing in the midst of him doing something. Sometimes we forget about how good God is. Sometimes we forget about God is ever present. He reminds us of those simple things, those things that we just dismiss, those things that put a smile on our face. And our guest this morning is going to tell us about some things that God has been working on for eternity that dear to his heart is dear to his heart. And he wants us to know that we are dear to his heart also. So uh, our call-in number is a 563-999-3596, a call-in number where you too can join the program and be a part of what's going on. Or we'll give you an opportunity to listen to our guest this morning. And then if if, uh, if you would like if you would like to, you can chime in on some of the, the things that he'll make it, or some of the comments that he'll is making regarding our topic. This morning our topic is talking about love, something that's dear to God's heart, something that he worked on from eternity, talking about God's blueprint of love, amen. And we want you to know that God is still working out his wonder-working power. So the next voice you'll hear will be our guest this morning. will be a, be a Pastor Kerry. He'll be coming in and telling us about how good God's been to him. Good morning, Pastor Kerry. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Can you hear me clear? I sure can. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Our phone line is lighting up right now, so you know we're excited about what's going on here. Men and women are excited to hear what you have to say concerning the love of God. Amen. Amen. When um, we started our series, we were talking about God's blueprint. Um, when he brings things in life, but he connects all the other things considered the elements between love, life, and the beginning. So he starts out the beginning, and first of all, I want to give honor to God for giving me this opportunity to be on your show, and thank you for bringing me on. Um, this is a very interesting topic. It's called, you know, God's Blueprint of Life. When we talk about how God has showed us in so many ways, and we're looking at some Genesis, if everybody have your Bible, let's open up to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. He says, then the Lord God formed man, let's start with that, of the dust from the ground. And when he breathed into his nostrils, therefore he became a living being. So when we look uh-huh, at how the beginning has started, when God let us understand <clears throat> People have made all different apparitions about how they felt for the beginning of how this all began. So we're going right directly to what God is showing. When he actually speaks about, when we look at this called the book of life, we also look at there's so much involved with this. We talk about the book of life. We talk about the book of more remembrance. And we talk about the tree of life. And that's what we're going to get into the first part of this. And so when we look at, when we go back, when God was showing, like he understand, um, if you go to Job chapter 33, verse 4, he said, the spirit of God made me and the breath of the almighty gives me life. So let's speak about the life principle of this right now. 
There's so much that's going on with people trying to decide, you know, where did all this come from? <laughs> you know, because everybody went from a, a evolution fish and everything that has nothing to do with the word of God. And I just want to bring that up to those who also have their own way of thinking and not following the word of God because when we think about the breakage and God was showing that the beginning of life and also how it was created, you know, the book of Genesis starts this full beginning when man was being presented. And then, you know, as we move on to this, and, you know, since the series is a pretty long series, you know, God let us understand he made man to start everything off where we have now to understand that man had to remember that he needed a helpmate, which he gave us Eve, as we go in certain parts of Genesis. And, um, and you can read that as you go about it. And it also speaks about how things really formed itself between good and evil, the tree of life, the tree of knowledge, and the tree of good and evil. Now let's look at that for a moment. When we start thinking that if everything had worked up perfectly, in other words, would life be as it is today? And let's go when it says Genesis chapter 2, verse 10, and the Lord God commanded the woman, saying after the, after the woman was actually out of the rib of man, when we think about it, that therefore now he understands out of the garden that many things that made him freely and understand what God is telling him. And then he explained to him, watch this, the tree of knowledge, the tree of good and evil, and the tree of life. Now watch where these, all this all is going to come together. So we're starting from the beginning, but you'll see as it goes from the beginning of Genesis to it hits the, from the old, the new, and then the present. Amen? So keep this in mind what God is getting ready to do here. And the Lord God let us understand it is not. You got to remember when he said, when he told Adam not to go and eat of the tree, you know, that caused where we are today, you know, good and evil. It caused a lot of things to happen. Now watch where I'm going at. So when we look at when God is showing us so many people was changed with the God's commandment when they follow the word of God. So we're going to move on a little bit better as we go through the Garden of Eden. Now watch this. When we look at how the Garden of Eden was now presented to man and let him understand it was presented to woman. So now he has a perfect paradise. And when we read about that, it shows where Eve, I guess she was curious about certain things like a woman does and, and and women, I'm not saying anything that is contrary to things that are happening at this point because you are a helpmate and you are a rose in the garden that God planted. And so I want you to understand as we continue on, it says during the time when Eve was in the garden, she was tempted. Now, he didn't tempt Adam. Now, watch this. Why not? Why not he tempt the man and not the woman because she is the weaker vessel? And when you think about what's going on at this point, he let us understand when he came to Eve, he let her un under the one point in this one area that we look at that he actually let her understand that 
her curiosity, if she was curious, he came as a serpent. The enemy came as a serpent and let her understand that when this took place, and we're going to go where it says about Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. And the Bible said when this happened, it said the serpent was crafty and sly and was also shown and more cunning. Now, you got to remember, reading as Eve was, I wouldn't say, some people say naive, but I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say she was curious and trusting what the serpent said to her, very, um, uh, how you say, open, open-minded to what was being said. Now, keep all this going on. Remember, Adam had in charge to see things happening the way it's supposed to be. But now let's move on. And as she came through the garden, you know, the more she looked at the curiosity of what someone, I would say, if we looked at it, a person instead of a serpent, you know, something had to desire her to even listen to what he was saying because God had already came to commandment and command them, both of them, to let them understand you're not going to eat the tree of good and evil. And the reason why, he had his reason. So in other words, now, I'm going to go to another part when we think how God has let us understand. Watch, he gave the fruit to Eve, not Adam. But here's the part where I'm getting ready to go to. When you think how this life thing started, he's now listening at this point. Now, Eve did not go to him immediately. I'm looking at the part where it says when he gave that to her, the factors are, why didn't she think, let me ask my husband? You know, because marriage also took place at this point also, even though it was written later on down the road in Matthews. But when we also understand what actually happened here, he, and then the serpent said that, said, did God really say? Now what's that? You must not eat of this tree of the garden? Now, that was a question. Right there, she should have figured, wait a minute. Why are you defying the word what God already told me not to eat? So the curiosity goes on. So we're going to read a little bit more on it. So Eve did eat the fruit. Now, people, people question was an apple was it a peach or whatever? I'm not going to go into that because that's not important. But watch what as we go on. And then it came to the point where she had looked at Adam, you know, and I'm looking at from this point, why didn't Adam not eat that fruit? Because God had commanded him not to, both of them. So let's move on. We're going to move on a little bit further. And therefore, it left them wide open for other people, you know, I mean, for other things to take place, and the curiosity got even more so. So here we are at this moment, and we're going to go from where that beginning started to the time when the Bible was going and let them understand about us, that now we have to remember, where do we stand because of what has happened? Of course, it said, you know, born in sin and shaped your iniquity. And, you know, and then we think when God is telling us certain things in life that why should we, how you say, go back and say it was their fault? No. 
The whole thing was designed the way it is now and where we are. Whether Adam could have said, hey, you know, I'm just using, you know, a metaphor about how this probably would have took place in another way, that I'm not going to eat that fruit, you know, because God commanded me not to. And here's the part that makes me understand. The serpent never bit the fruit. Now, let's stop right there for a moment before we go on. When we look at the things today and people are deciding who they're going to serve and what they're going to serve and how they're going to serve, they don't understand that this one moment where God will let them understand you are responsible for God's word. No matter what somebody tell you, no matter what somebody brought you to, no matter what somebody is trying to urge you to change, but if it doesn't line up the word of God, you do not do it. And I wanted to break that down before I move on to the next part. So when we actually look at it, the Bible says this. When God said he formed man in the, you know, in the womb. And the Bible speaks about how, about the eternal life. Now remember we talked about the physical life. Now we're talking about the spiritual life. And reason why, before I go into the spiritual life, of the eternal life with God, he lets us know, and I'm breaking pieces up in the Bible, let everybody know, from the beginning of Genesis all the way through Malachi, all of Matthew, it talks about even up to Revelation. And then we'll get to what's called the book of life. So let's continue on. So he speaks about things as it happened. Now this is what gets me. When I looked at with Adam and Eve, and then the first thing I would, I'm just putting myself out there. I wasn't, I wasn't there when this happened. I would say, you know, I'm not going to eat that fruit because I went back a little bit with the fruit uh, part of this picture. But I let it be understood that he said, it was the woman you gave me to make this thing. Now, wait, hold on. Let's back up a little bit. Why would you blame the woman and you actually did the action itself and you too were involved? So, you know, so let's let's move on a little bit. But I want you to stay with me because we're getting ready to go a little bit further in the eternal life with God. So now let's move on where it says as we the Bible more or less brought more and more about words. And guess what? Here's another part. The words are life, minded, body, and soul. And the speak the trust of God is a light form for this journey. Now, I'm going to go a little deep on this because your words are light. Whatever you speak, God gave you the words to speak. He gave you the words to speak about good and evil. See how it all reflects back to the tree of good and evil. Now, stick with me on this. As we go further down, and such things as happen in Proverbs, let's turn to Proverbs Chapter 21, verse 21, it says, Whosoever pursues a righteousness and the love finds life. Let's stop there. So love finds the life what God brought to us, which says the prosperity and honor. So we're doing everything that God's showing us and moving forward to the things where we need to go at. Proverbs 27 Verse 19, 
as the water reflected the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Now we get into the heart of things. Keep in mind, life moving with the light and the heart of where we need to be and God is showing us. He brings us also even back to where Genesis, how God formed us in a way about he breathed from the, uh, the breath into the nostrils of man, and he said, in the breath of life. So you figure everything this life series is going on and on regarding about things of life on how to move in life. The last part we talked about was God's blueprint of love. But let's get it all, it's going to all connect. So now move on, and God is showing us as we continue reach out down where it says the eternal life. And Jesus said, this is what I love. He said, I am the resurrection of life, and the one who believes in me will live even through, and it says, when you think about through the things that's happening when, of life, even after death, that's the eternal life. So I always have found, read through the scriptures, where life reflected all the way from good and evil, the tree of life, and the knowledge, but he designed this completely for man to bring forth, and I mean mankind as well, let it come forth in the way of what we're looking at right now. John 38, I mean John 6, chapter 6, verse 38. Jesus declared, I am the breath of life. Now watch where we're going with this. Look how deep we're getting ready to get into this. We're getting to go step by step about what life is, the series of life what God gave us, the blueprint of life, how he's putting in perspective. Whosoever come to me will never go hungry. I mean, will never go hungry. And whosoever believe in me will never thirst. Now, if we think, and that's called, like you said, thirst, thirst after righteousness, you know, that there's so much when God is showing us how we're reaching the epitome of where we need to be at. And he always mentioned in every part of the Bible how important it is not to take this lightly. You have to take this very seriously because when you're doing this, God is letting us understand to reach every potential word to make it work in your way, in your family, in your lifestyle, we have got to understand what this is all about. And it speaks about how life began, where it is now, and this is the present. And this is what I read about the present. It talks about the book of life. And when we speak about, when he speaks about the book of life, it's like this. He lets us understand. Malachi, chapter 3, verse 16. They that have fear of the Lord, and remember, the fear of the Lord is knowledge, spoken one to another. And the Lord hearkened and heard it. And the book of remembrance was written before him. For them and they that feared the Lord through the abundant, his name is in the book of life. So now remember Watch where we have started and where we are now. We're now talking about the book of life. 
the Lamb's Book of Life, to be written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and how important it is to be in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I know deep down inside, if we go to Revelations 21, 27, and there shall it no wise enter into it at anything that is defiable, not so ever worketh the abomination and worketh a lie. That means none of these things that you have looked and heard of that is any other way to get to Jesus Christ except you have to repent and give your life to God and be saved through the word of God. And he meant this because he said, now this is the Lamb's book of life. Now watch watch where we're going. How beautiful this is. There's so many things when you think about when God is showing you from the beginning all the way up to now, how God is showing you these wonderful things from that timeline of Adam and Eve to where we are now. And this other part that says, as I read in Philippians chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, well, he also spoke about at that point when he told them, beloved, and let them understand how serious it was. And when he said, and I entered and also True, the yoke fellow, helped those, the woman who labored with me in the gospel, and the Clement also, and with others of my fellow laborers, whose name was in the book of life. So watch where we're going at this point. The book of life states the way it is, and let us understand, this is the final part where you have to enter to be in God's, I'll put it this way, God's favor and doing according to the, the will of God because there's so much God is showing us. And he just wants us to understand that if we stay on this type principle and move along the way the Bible is written, don't take out and don't add in, we will reach the penitent of the book of life. Minister Joel? Minister Joel? Yes. Okay. Yes, Pastor Kerry. I was just, I was just reflecting on the things that you were saying. You were really hitting the, the mark right here. I could, I was just blown away. I was at uh, how you, how you had lined up all God's blueprint for life. You know, sometimes we forget about these things. Sometimes we just neglect the things that God had done in, uh, in eternity. How He had made a way, and how sometimes we end up finding fault in other people. When the fault is not mm-hmm. in them, it's in us, you know. And have you broke it down? Mm-hmm. It was so plainly how God loves us. And I love. I was making some notes right here of some of the scripture you talking about. Our Proverbs twenty and twenty one, and God, you know, love a uh, uh, love fast life. You know, oh, that's a great thing right there. Because, you know, we're all seeking for something in one way or the other. What are you looking for? You know, uh, you know, what, uh, if you're looking for love and you're looking for God, then you can find Him right now. Then. Uh, Genesis 1, how you say that God spoke and the word became life, you know, and I love that right there. Mm. So I'm just 
blown away. We have several callers on the line. They say they just enjoy listening to you. So please, 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 let's continue this line of conversation. And I'm making notes. I'm making notes. Okay. So let's let's move on when we speak about when God is letting us understand the Lamb's Book of Life. Well, let's go back to Revelations twenty-one twenty-seven, And there shall in no wise enter into it that the defileth, and neither whosoever worketh the abomination and maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So when we think about the conclusion about the Word of God, and how it spoke from Malachi about the fear of the Lord is knowledge and how everything connects. And then we have to remember, God is showing us so many great things and letting us understand in his word there is a perfectness. There's, there's no other way. Start to finish. It always came down where God was letting us understand that even though he even let us know that Jesus Christ was a sacrifice. So he paid the way. That means you don't have to go out and do anything different. You all got to do believe. Just believe on the word of God. Believe on the, the, the Jesus Christ is the Lord and that he has gave us all these gifts which has taken place. He's even gave us called the fruit of the spirit. And when we look at that, it made me really uh, in time, in, in time, to see, well, how every part of that tree, all the trees that were spoken, uh, you know, the knowledge of good and evil, the knowledge, the tree of knowledge, and the tree of life, how it all pertains where we are right now, and how the and the fruit of the spirit. What made us understand that these are the gifts that we must continue in. And when we continue in God's word, so many things are going to happen. And you're going to have a change in life because we are peculiar people. We're not going to be like the other people. And God is not using prejudice at all. What he's letting us understand, when you change, you have to be born again. There's no other way. Everybody thinks they can find another way, another reason, uh, uh, how you call it, a softer way or a way that they can get out of. They're trying to do it their way. It's not going to happen. God spoke and he said, ye can do nothing without me. And I want everyone to remember that. You got to remember everything you have done, everything from the time you were born up to now, and you're still moving on on this journey. It spoke about it in a different part of the Bible. Your journey is not completed until God has put you to let you understand. And remember, nobody, no one, and I always let people know, nobody has the mind of what God is showing. God is uh, more beyond our own thinking. We can't even think the next thing that's happened. That's why he said, that's why we have to follow God's rule. There's no other way. And then, like he said, it's already being paid for. All you have to do is believe it. And now, once you do this, you will see 
when he says, taste and see that the Lord is good, come on. And, and those who feel, now, you haven't reached that part as far as when you say taste and see that the Lord is good because some people have found uh, they don't understand. But he said, ask for understanding, ask for wisdom. And he speaks about this all through the Bible. That's why he wants everybody to really sit down and be serious with God because he will bring you through and take you to the book of life. Amen. God bless you. Amen. We have several callers on the line right now. So if anyone would like to just say hello to our guest, Pastor Kerry, talking about the blueprint of uh, life, God's blueprint. Amen. So uh, he gave us some powerful stuff, some very informative things concerning God's word here from Genesis to Revelation. And so God got us covered. So right now the phone lines are uh, open if you care to say anything prior to our uh, guest coming back on and and giving us the other part of, of his uh, topic for this morning here. And we want to thank Pastor Kerry for let, for uh, uh, making himself available. You know, we've been uh, doing this here for quite a while. I'm saying with me and him, we've been missing each other. But God, we are, we are on God's uh, appointed uh, time frame here, his appointed schedule. So we thank God for allowing us to be here this morning. And so do we have anyone that would like to just say hello to our guests at this time? Yes. Hello. My name is Hello, how you doing? Yes, my name is uh Aunt Sandra. How you doing, Pastor? Hey, how you doing, Aunt Sandra? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I'm calling from uh Las Vegas everyone and I just wanna tell everybody, God bless you in Yeshua's name and we love you. We love you too. Amen. God bless you. God bless. Now, how are you doing? Uh, you say you're calling from uh, California or Los Angeles? Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Okay, great. Well, thank you yeah. for calling us. Thank you for reaching out to us. You know, this podcast goes around the world, so thank you for, uh, you know, for listening to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that we thank God for opportunity to do this amongst his people. So we pray for your mm-hmm. strength in the Lord and continue to support these type ministries. Amen, amen. All right. Uh, do we have anyone else? Amen. The phone line is really lit up. A lot of people I've been just checking and say they say, hey, we just want to listen to the program. I think at this moment here we got like 68 callers and the numbers are still going up. And so, Pastor, you're really doing a great thing. You really got people excited about what they you know what they've been exposed to, and you know, and I'm pretty sure that people are making notes. So, if it's a physically, it's mentally, you know, just say, hey, I know these scriptures. I'm recording them, and I'm going to bring them back and use them at the appropriate time. So, Pastor, continue with our topic this morning because I am I'm enjoying this. And thank you for calling in and uh, listening to the program. We're going to go back to our guest this morning, Pastor Kerry. God bless you. Thank you. When somebody was trying to say something, uh, what, what, um, the caller, you were trying to say something before I start? No, I think they were just giving okay. acknowledgement of how welcome they were to be on this program, Pastor. Okay. Amen. Well, anyhow, let's, let's continue on. Uh, when um, the last part we spoke about, when you talk about the, um, the Lamb's Book of Life, that area is very, it's more, it's very sensitive. And 
how sensitive it is because it's part of every one of us. It's the lifeblood of what Jesus died for. Uh, you know, he was a lamb of God, and actually when he went to the cross, he shed his blood that we would all be able to be cleansed and live through this life and how this life has continued to let remembering of what has taken place. And why can't we share the same thing? Why can't it be that we do exactly according to the word of God? Forget about the curiosity of what man has talked about, but let it be done even through when we have seen so many things take place and everybody's trying to come up with the answers. Jesus is the answer. He is the truth. He's the way. And there's no other way to go through any other way to get to God and get to the heavenly places. But, you know, this is, this is what I love what the word of God says. When we speak how he lets us know we can create heaven and hell right here on earth. And let's go where it says Galatians chapter 5, verse 23. And it says in verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit, and it talks about love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, tenderness, and long-suffering. And it continues on, you know, to let us understand. Therefore, we didn't need a law to exact bring this to play. So when I mean the term about play, like it'll play over and over in your spirit, but let you understand this was, is the tree of life. So now we, did, we already broke it all down. We broke it from good and evil, the tree of knowledge, and the tree of life. Now remember, God said he, they could eat on any other tree. Now these are the main elements about life that we need to do considering how to live in the word of God. And when he sent his son, Jesus, a part of God, to come down the earth to feel the pain and feel the living way of becoming a, a, a what you call an embodiment spirit that let us understand he knows what we went through. He knows what we have gone through and where we are still going through to run this race when Paul was speaking about it. But he also brought it how pure it was to understand because many have ran this race, and they already didn't start failing on the wayside. They felt like a lot of ministers that who used to be strong in the ministry now had quit. A lot of pastors and a lot of evangelists have slowed the point down. They can't do it no further. They can't go no further. But watch where I'm going with this is like an extra energy, an extra boost to let them put them back. Go back. Go back where God has started you from. He said, even when we look at the word of God, we are moving in God's time. You don't have to hurry. Let God show you how to do this. Every one of us is individual. We have a timeline based on what God has said, not what man has said. And I think so many people are moving directly what this world is saying. And that's actually showing 
nothing compared what God's word is saying. And therefore, when you look at the life things that the world offers, now come on, look at what God is offering. He already showed you love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, the fulfillment and the tenderness and the long-suffering. This is only part of that tree of life. The rest is up to you. And when you bring it, he wants you to continue follow it. So these, and I'm speaking to right now, not just the people who are listening, but I'm talking to pastors, bishops, people who have failed, evangelists, people who felt like they can't go further. Get back on that racetrack because it's not too far away. God let you understand. When you see all these things has happened, but he also said they will not touch you individually. That means you can get through this. We all, those have read and be, became believers, sure we suffered, sure we went through the hurt, the pain, but how else are you going to become strong? Now, I'm going to say this one part, and this is going to be a little bit deep, deeper than a little of the other things that were said in the Bible. The enemy sits back and looks at everything we do according to the word of God. Now, I'm, so somebody might think right now, they're going to get the pitchforks and come, you know, and try to change the word, but I'm going to show you something. When you're in the spirit of love and you're in the spirit of kindness, peace, forbearance, you're in that spirit. You are now living the tree of life. Now, remember, God said don't take the tree of good and evil, but the tree of life is already made forward. Because that was the last thing he said in the garden, the tree of life. He didn't say that at first. That was the third thing he mentioned. And why he spoke about it, that's what's important right now. And you've got to have your name in the book of life. And how do you do it? Follow the tree of life. Follow the fruits. The fruits are going to bring you to you'll have your name in the book of life. There's so much going on and thinking where we are and how are we going to place ourselves. Okay, Lord, I'm not perfect. I've heard people say that. I'm not perfect. I'm speaking through what the Holy Spirit is guiding me. I'm not perfect. It's not me. It's the word of God that's coming through me. I'm just a vessel. I even tell people when they call me pastor, I said, I'm a steward. I'm a steward for the word of God. And that means I'm working, I'm, he, he's my employer. I'm working for him. And that's what my job is. And I think if people think that way, they won't think it's so hard to serve God. And I tell people now, those young men and women who are trying to change their body parts, they don't want to be a man, they don't want to be a woman, what in the world do you want to be? When God already lined it up and let you know you are going to be either one, whether you like it or not. Don't start cutting nothing. Don't start adding nothing because God made you of who you are. And be proud that you are. There have been meet, there have meetings, uh, I have met meeting people who have said, well, look, you know, I want to learn more about the word of God, but this is bothering me. That's bothering me. That is not the fruit. Of uh, what you say, uh, the tree of life. If it's not the fruit of the tree of life, let it go. It's not important. You don't need stress. You don't need to be going through all the unnecessary things 
that man is bring on you. All right, I'm going to tell you. <coughs> Excuse me. The enemy, I always, I said, Lord, if that's the case, and I'm speaking, I'm speaking to God, I said, I mean, we go through so much, but why is it still the tree of good and evil? Watch where I'm going to go. This is beautiful how this came to me. The tree of good and evil and what we go through, you got to have the good and the bad. you got to have the sad and the happy. You have to have the sick and the well. you got to have two different elements to make you be who you are. And what happened, watch what he did in the Bible. He showed the healing, the miracles. He showed when he was speaking about, he written things in the, in the sand, and he, and he touched people who were blind, who, people who were limp. People could not understand what was happening. Matter of fact, what they didn't want to even know about, they just wanted to get healed. That's what God is showing you. Just hear the word, apply the word, and it says, faith without works is dead. So you have to apply what God is showing you. This is what's going to make things happen with the tree of life. All beginning, when we spoke about with the knowledge, and we spoke about good and evil, that was more or less fruit of these other trees. But the final tree, now listen to me carefully, is the tree of life. And it is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kind, goodness, faith, temperance, and long-suffering. Follow that rule. If you can follow that rule. So when we actually look at a blueprint, and I studied when people were contractors and people who actually, I sat and watched them. They had what is called a T-square. And I look at from the light, the T-square was the cross. Every time we used the T-square on a blueprint, it was like one section to another section to another section. And that's what God is showing us with this whole series. He letting us understand from the beginning of the first blueprint that started to all we are, the tree of life. This is your final part of this, this series because it's letting us understand you have heard the word. You're, now it's time to apply the word. Hide it in your heart. And also guard your heart. Above all things, guard your heart. Because that's the important part where the enemy's trying to attack you. And then Galatians, when you talk about 6, 11, 12, and 13, it talks about a lot of things dealing with all other matters. Ephesians 6, 11, and talks about how both of these part scriptures, let's read them. It talks about the armor of God. And you will guard your way right through where God wants you to be to see your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen, amen. Uh, Pastor, thank you for sharing all that with us. And, uh, you know, uh, as, as I was thinking about how good God's been, you know, I just get so chill over my body just knowing that even in spite of everything that I've done, God still include me in his blueprint. Ain't that something? Amen. In spite of my wicked ways, in spite of my shortcomings, in spite of my own frailty, God still include us in his battle plan. What an awesome God Amen. we said. And I want to thank you for bringing Amen. back to my remembrance this morning about how good God is and what God has started, the good work yeah. that he has started. He's going to complete it 
until the day of mm-hmm. salvation. Isn't that, isn't that a good thing to know? That God is able. It's mm. beautiful. Amen. You know, and, and, and yes, I, just, I want to thank you, Pastor. I want to thank you because you could be doing a lot of other things, but you took time out to share that piece of nugget that God had laid on your heart concerning life and the blueprint. You know, as you were talking about uh, building, you know, a master builder would never build without a blueprint. Jesus talked about that. You would never uh, start anything without counting up the cost. You know, God knew what the cost was going to be by sending his very own son to finish the uh, project in which he had started from eternity. And, you know, in our mm-hmm. life, you know, we we could look around our own little uh, our own surroundings. We may see things that we have started and never finished. We may have cars outside that we have started working on and never finished. We may have a room that's incomplete, and we get frustrated. And people bring to our remembrance, "What you gonna do something about that? How long it's gonna take you?" But aren't you glad that God mm-hmm. is not weary and well doing? Yeah. You know, you know. Asked us every morning, how long are you going to be in this situation? <laughs> how long am I going to have to put up with you? He said, Master, <laughs> you know, and I, I, right. I'm still working, Pastor, and I'm getting ready to uh, retire here a little bit. And I just thank God for that. allowing me to continue to work at this time because I'm still in good health and a sound mind. And, uh, and I go to work not knowing what I'm going to face every day, but I'm not fearful because I work on equipment. And sometimes stuff is really beyond my experience or my education. But I pray to God, God, give me the insight. And I share with my wife sometimes. I say, I try to leave equipment just the way I found it. If I can't fix it, I'm not going to mess it up anymore. Isn't God like that? God say, hey, I'm going to intervene in your life. I'm not going to mess I'm not going to drive you uh, to ruins. I'm not going to mess you up any further, but I'm going to add to you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to continue mm-hmm. to fix So He's that master carpenter. He's that master builder. He's that master mechanic. He's that master plumber. So we all have a kind of people that started jobs in our own life that didn't finish it. <laughs> you know, come on and say, you work on your car. He pull the parts off and he take off and you never see him again. <laughs> you know? right. Well, aren't you glad right. that God isn't like that? Amen. You know, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And no, I was just thinking about that too, as you were bringing through, uh, as you were sharing the various scriptures, and all those scriptures are tailor made for each and every one. We may not can receive it right now because of some other things going on, but each scripture can mm-hmm. uh, uh, be embedded in our heart and bring it back some things that concern in life or concerning what our Heavenly Father has to say. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone line right now for anyone that just like to just say, uh, hello, or make a comment on what they heard this morning. The morning you'll listen to uh, Pastor Kerry, the phone lines are open so, open, so if you have a desire to say anything, please feel free. Uh, we uh, we have quite a few people online right now, so I'm saying they just want to listen to it. We're up to a lot of numbers right here, so thank you, Pastor Kerry, for encouraging the men and women. I don't want to give you any numbers now because the numbers will keep changing. As I'm looking at it now, it's kind of like going up, 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 and I give you the final tally at the end of the at the end of the day, because uh, this is an internet program, and our program is on 24/7, and it goes around the world. Mm-hmm. We have people over in Europe that listen to us. I have friends in Africa, friends in South America, some people in Canada, 
and they listen to uh, this little podcast. Yeah. You know, um, and um, also for opportunity. Yeah, and also tell them like if they miss the you know, because a lot of people just can't get up this early. Tell them they can do when how to find these things on Facebook. Yes, thank you for bringing back to my remembrance. And this show was recorded, mm-hmm. so it's on a it's on a, a Facebook and on Blog Talk. Facebook will be uh, Joel Lewis. Uh, it'll be Facebook uh, uh, forward slash Joel Lewis, and you'll see our podcast on there. It is also on on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Free on the Inside, which is the name of our ministry. It's Free on the Inside Ministry, and you'll see those two. Uh, Archives there, you'll see the uh, links that are, are so you can listen to the show 24/7. And our show's on there for, and it'll be on there for a while, so you're not gonna miss anything. It'll be on there for a, a duration of this uh, of our uh, being able to host this program. So we have shows that dated two, three years ago, some dated prior to the pandemic. So we've been doing this for a number of years. So fl- thank you for joining us this morning, and as our guest is on the line this morning. Pastor, is there something you want to continue to share with us? We only have a few more minutes. We got about twelve more minutes, and and uh, we have people that's on the line, but no, uh, no one said anything. Anyone want to say anything regarding uh, what our topic this morning? God's blueprint of life. Hey, man, the lines are open right now, Pastor. So feel free to uh, wrap this up and let us know how important it is to be. Uh, plugged into God's blueprint of life. Amen, amen. Well, first of all, I'm going to thank everyone for being on the line and had uh, let him have an ear and uh, let him more or less understand that when God is showing us so many things, just have an open heart to what God is getting ready to bring you through. And keep in mind, there's a lot of more things going on with the, uh, the Blueprint of Life series because it, it goes deeper when we start speaking to all of what the prophets spoke, the apostles, and what people, disciples who walk with Jesus, how they actually followed step by step. And notice what they noticed this all the way to the end. And they made it to where it says their name is in the book of life. Because the Bible does speak about that in so many ways. Because how many people could understand when God was letting us understand this one thing from, uh, let's go to Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. And it says, he who has a ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church, to one who, who conquers to the will and of the crown and to enter into the the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Woo! Uh, You know, you you can't ask for no more than that. (laughs) You're in the paradise of God. And uh, and you can find that Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. And how just so beautiful God's word is. And I want. And last part of conclusion is, believe this. Try Jesus. Try Jesus. I did. It changed my life. A lot of people did. It changed their life. And stop listening what the world is saying. 
It said, oh, these are the, the signs of the time. It never said this is the end. So you still got the living breath in you to continue on, but don't let that stop you. And remember what God has said from the beginning. All this came through love. This whole thing is about love, and when it comes to life, it continues to grow. And we are that vessel. So let this life of God grow in you, and you continue what God is showing you. So I want you all to be strong and let God bring you to where the nature and the spirit and let the Holy Spirit guide you and teach you and minister you other things about the fruit of the spirit and about the book of life and also God's blueprint of life, how it all comes together. And you will live it. You will live it and enjoy it. Because when the Bible had said, he said, taste and see that the Lord is good, each word that comes through this wonderful book that's been presented, these words are life. And I'm going to say this. I know we, we're almost to the closing time, but I'll say this part. You remember when you had read a scripture five years ago. Go back to that scripture right now, whatever it was at that time, and I want you to look at it. Tell me, or tell yourself, because, you know, I don't want everybody jump on the phone calling me, but tell yourself, say, you know, I missed something. I know I've read this scripture, and it seemed like the words just changed totally right before my eyes. And believe it, it has, because this is the living word of God. And I want to say that, and thank you again for everyone listening to what God was bringing forth. And, uh, Back to you, Minister Joe. Well, God bless you, Pastor Kerry. You know, you're my friend. I thank you for joining us once again, you know. I thank you for your insight on God's wonderful plan. Thank you for reminding us that we're not in this alone. Thank you for letting us know that I have no reason to be fearful. From Genesis to Revelation, God have it all worked out. Oh, I am so comfortable because sometimes I don't know which way to go. I don't know where to turn. And, you know, and I try to do the best I can, and I mess this thing up. But God got a plan. I think so much of Jeremiah. He said that I know the plans I have for you. Come on now. To prosper you and to do you no harm. And, oh, I love this last part, and to bring about the expected end. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds tomorrow mm-hmm. in his hand. Thank you for bringing it to our remembrance. Thank you for encouraging me. And I start my morning. I have a cup of coffee, and I have Jesus. That's the best way to start a morning this morning. Amen. You may not drink coffee, but you do have Jesus. You may not eat breakfast, but you do have Jesus. You may not have a lot of money or whatever goes along with the things that you need today, but you do have Jesus. And if you have Jesus, you don't need nothing else. Come on now. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Again, we're on here each Saturday morning. The time is from 8 to 9. We have great guests on. We have various topics, and I love to have my guests to come on. I don't say very much because I just in an open format. I love my guests to express what's on their heart. That's what it's all about. 
You know, God wants Amen. to know what's on your heart. You know, Jesus asked Peter, said, Peter, Peter, who the men said that I am? You know, and Peter got to say a lot of other things. But then he came out and said, he, he came back just remembering that you are the true and living God. Sometimes we need to hear what God had to say about situation. I bet you spoke about some things today that's on somebody's heart. Somebody may be feeling that, that they are not worthy of the things that they're going through, that life has dealt them a uh, bad hand. But as you share with us mm-hmm. to the, out of the scripture, not out of what you know, but out of the scripture, to say that God knows the plans He has for us. And guess what? I call it to make no mistakes. Amen. He don't make no mistakes. And thank you, listening audience. Thank you, near and far, for listening to us once again. For listening to this program. For honoring our guest this morning. Uh, by just being attentive to what he had to say. And we pray that you put to use the thing that you heard this morning concerning the Word of God, that you put it to use. You know, and God will show you and tell you when you, uh, you know, he'll bring back your remembrance of those things that you need to know. So please, mm-hmm. please, please put them on the sticky side of your brain and, get, and let God work these things out. Pastor, I'm getting ready to get on out of here. I want to thank you once again. Looking forward to speaking to you again in this here setting and I'll and I'll fly because you know we're always talking. So thank you, thank you, Amen. thank you for making yourself available. You always you're never too busy for me. You know, I just call up sometimes and you you say, Hey, okay, you know, either you'll call me back but you always make room for me and I appreciate that. Thank you. Amen, amen. And I like to say this before we close that um uh, I had a shout out for Pastor Sam over in uh Soy uh career. Uh, okay. you know, he's over in there, like I said, about China. And, um, I thought maybe he was going to come on board and say a couple of things, but he's doing like you're saying, he's listening. <laughs> and, Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, sharing, he's sharing it over there. So, yeah, yeah. I, I we don't know it. where they let it's okay there, but I have a lot of different numbers here, so I do have some from overseas. So, But I tell you what, we can really get on out of here. I'm a very timely person. I don't like to just drag this out. Uh, but please close us out in the word of prayer. Pastor Cross, you have done some things, sir. You have lit a fire, and you have lit a fire. Now throw some candle on that fire so it doesn't go out, and we could just Amen. enjoy that blaze and that glory for the rest of the day. Well, thank you, Father God, for giving the opportunity to speak to everyone that's on this line and above. And thank you, Father God, that you reached everyone, and you opened their ears and you opened their hearts. You let them understand, it's your understanding, it's your knowledge that you placed in their minds and their spirit. And, Father God, thank you, Lord, letting them understand deep down inside through this word. They live every day. The living word will continue to guide and show them and teach them and bring them where they need to be. And, Father God, thank you, Lord, you touch the families and touch the children. Touch those, oh God, who now, now understand this one particular thing about the book of life. And let their name be in the book of life right now as we speak about it, Father God, and let them continue to run this race and let them understand how good it is to be part and be a vessel used by you. But at the same time, let them continue to love you with all their heart, mind, and soul. And, Lord, and listen more and more in the grace of God. We thank you, Father God, as you bring us and everything to a closing way of life, and but a good life and a good way to run this race. I thank you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Looking forward to being with each and every one of you again next week. And God gets the glory. Amen.
Uh, remember Amen. to uh, tune in once again and listen to us uh, each Saturday morning from 8 to 9 with great guests, great topics, and with you. I've been a part of what's going on here. Amen. So God bless you, and, and be strong in the Lord and the power of his might until we meet again. Amen. You'll listen to another great episode of Free on the Inside with Minister Joy Lewis. Enjoy the balance of your day. God bless you. Bye. Amen. Amen.